0: Alright, welcome to episode 22 of the Construction Engineering Show. Tonight's topic, your career arc. Where are you in the roller coaster of your career? Are are you still in the station? Are you heading up the first hill for the top of the drop? Are you at the top of the drop where you're kind of plateauing, looking down and waiting? Or do you have both hands on the handrail, hanging on for dear life, heading down, not necessarily knowing where the next turn is going to come from? I want to kind of dig into that a little bit tonight. Talk about careers, talk about paths, talk about where we want to go. All righty. Welcome to the podcast. Man, it has been a long time hasn't it if you're a subscriber and been kind of watching your feed and wondering is that bob still doing that podcast did he give up maybe he just he quit doing it i don't know i haven't heard anything from him in a while no 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 you you, if if you know me and you know how my brain works i am always thinking when is the next time i could jump behind the microphone and find a few minutes to ramble on and rant and what we talk about here and it's just been hard to find hard to find time to be able to get that but We'll talk about that in a second. If you're new here, if the algorithms have gotten you to this place, uh, I'm glad you're here. My name is Bob Hildebranski. I'm a civil engineer, licensed in three states, been working in industry for 30-plus years now. Road, bridge, highway, utilities, earthwork, rail. If it's If it's infrastructure-related, that's my jam. It's fair game. It's a, it's a little niche here of the big global industry of stuff, of people building and engineering and all that, but if you enjoy construction and, and uh, that's your that's what you do, uh, this is a nice place for you to be. My whole goal here with this podcast is to just to empty my toolbox. If it's in my brain and it's something that, that I think is functional and something that people can use here, we're going to talk about it here. Hopefully, these give you things to think about in your workday, things you can apply and make yourself a little bit better. So, glad you're here. So... Housekeeping notes. Bob, where have you been? Well, it has been a few months, but in that few months, uh, discretionary time has just been taken taken from me, and it's been taken from me voluntarily, and it's been taken from me for a good reason as well, too. So so what's been going on? Well, I think I might have mentioned it in past shows if I haven't already. Years ago, I was an adjunct instructor, instructor in a construction management program at a school called Westwood College, they are no longer in existence, but at the time, I was teaching construction surveying and a, a senior, like a, a, a program and project management type course, and it was a lot of fun. I mean, you guys know here just through the podcast and the website, I love teaching. I love love being able to share the knowledge that I have and put it in the hands of of people who might not have it that can put it to use. so uh, it was a couple of months back right before Christmas my buddy Dennis at work his wife is a professor at Joliet Junior College here in the southwest suburbs of Chicago where I live and the instructor who was teaching their construction surveying program for like the last 15 years I think they said he decided to hang it up and do something different with his discretionary time so I I met the program coordinator and she and I hit it off great and lo and behold, wouldn't you know, they offered me the position. So so since uh since the first of the year, my discretionary time has been getting funneled into uh, class prep and putting putting a surveying class together. I was so fortunate that Tim, the previous instructor had had everything all all put together so I was the I meritously absorbed all of his class planning and that but it's you know st- you don't realize how much work teaching takes. My hat goes off to the teaching profession. People who can teach and do it well make it look easy, but you just don't realize how much extra time outside of the classroom it takes to be good at what you do to get your material ready to prep for class to grade homework and all that it, it's an effort it is an effort well spent i'm loving it i don't complain about it at all but any teacher out there that does does this for a living it's props to you props to you for all the effort but you, you're changing lives i'd like to think that the seven students that i have in my class are will walk away having an impact and think about things in the future when they're out having to survey something of something that they learned in the class so Pay it forward. We keep paying it forward. So anyway, that is what other than that and, and being back in the office. I don't know about you, but we're back to back to being in the work office during the day. You know what I forgot out of working from home? I mean, we worked from home. I was out of the house for almost two years. You forget, at least I did, how much time it takes to get myself prepped up in the morning. And it's not uh, it's 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 not like I've got an inordinate amount of things. I'm not lazy. I'm up early, we get up, caught me coffee, say our prayers do a little reading and then uh, get things racked up to go to work but just putting together a lunch getting coffee ready loading up the truck getting all that and then the commute you know the 40 minute drive to the office you that that time now is time that I used to have to be able to use and now it's getting swallowed up behind the windshield so I, I already miss my working from home experience but you know it's just it's time it's just using time as as it goes so we're we're making the most of what we have, so I have not had the chance to be behind the microphone like I like to be, like I used to be, but here's what I did. Got a new setup around uh, around the house. It's a plug and play. Microphone's all ready to go. Plug the new laptop in and get rolling, so I'm hoping here we can do more of this and visit with you more often. So Anyway, great, great to be back. A couple other things. I've gotten a whole bunch of LinkedIn Uh, messages and invitations and that just thanks to all of you people that have reached out to me sent me a nice comment uh connected keep it coming it's it's the one social media avenue that i use and you guys know that you can always reach me there just keep the stuff coming it's it's humbling it's flattering i'm I'm happy that you're here it puts a face to a listener which we don't always get a chance to do you you get to hear my voice but i don't always get to know who you are so keep reaching out uh drop me a note anytime there's something on your mind i'm always willing to to listen to lend a hand if there's something that i can do okay all right and the last housekeeping note i know i'm unloading on you guys and lots of housekeeping stuff but it's been a while so gotta gotta get through gotta get through all this stuff I think it was over Christmas break, and I, I jumped on the Google machine just on a whim, and I thought, you know what, let me just try this. I typed in construction podcasts or something along that line just to see what Google would hit. Now, I don't know about you. I used Spotify and Overcast. I've used Overcast probably as my podcast uh, uh, app for, for as long as I've been listening to podcasts. So it's a pretty narrow band. If I was to do that in the, in the apps themselves to see what's coming up, I thought, all right, what's the Google machine got? So I scroll through the first page and I stumble into this article and it's entitled Top Construction Podcast to Listen to in 2022. I thought, oh, 2022. So that's pretty fresh. So I jump into the article just to see what it is. And it it was published by Trimble. And I know we all know Trimble. Trimble surveying equipment, survey, uh, grade control, anything machine grade. It's a a tech company that I'm, I'm sure we all know. And so I start reading the article. It's just uh, you know, here's a list of podcasts that I've been listening to um, that you might want to check out. And I see number one, the Art of Construction. There was a number two in there, and number three, the Construction Engineering Show. And I went, I almost fell out of my chair. I said, "No way!" I said, "How how did this happen?" So I kind of read through the little bit of bio, and and it had just mentioned the show and uh, some of the things about it. And I was complete. If I didn't blush. If I was smiling where it cracked my earlobes just from grinning so big, it was such a such a flattering and humbling thing to find. Anyway, I reached back to Rachel, the author who had written the uh, the, the post. Uh, we traded a couple of emails, and we actually got a chance to, to meet up today and talk for a while just about industry stuff. It was so cool, and I just told her. I said, what, what a humbling experience that is. I mean, you guys know I am not a self-marketer. I'm not a self-promoter. You've you found me granularly or organically through a search engine. I just don't like to be in that position of saying, hey, look at me. Come, come listen to this show and putting it out all on social media. So the growth that I've had has just been from things like that, people stumbling into it, Rachel finding the podcast and giving it a little attaboy. So, so cool. So anyway, I'm going to put a link to that. In the show notes, there's certainly some other great podcasts that are in that role as well, too. Check them out. It's a, it's a small group of people, when you really look at our industry, that are talking about this kind of subject matters at this granular level. You know, a, a lot of shows that are out there are interview-based, and you can hear different sides of the industry. But it's pretty rare if you really want to carve in to find some specialties within the industry. But Rachel's put a really nice uh, list together of stuff to check out. So so I'll link to it in the show notes. Like I said, check it out. And uh, Rachel, I know you're out there listening. Thanks so much again man it's just i so appreciate it <laughs> all right well that was nine minutes of housekeeping notes but i had a lot of stuff on my list we had to get to all right let's dig into tonight's topic and that's uh, talking about your career arc so why is this on bob's mind so a few weeks ago we received and i'm sure your company has it as well too we received our self eva our annual self evaluation form it's that time of year to be able to take a step back away from the from the the instrument, take a step back away from the microstation uh, monitors and think, you know, how, how, what kind of, how was our performance? How did we rank our performance last year? If we set goals last year, did we hit them? Did we get close? Were there reasons why we didn't hit them? And, and looking ahead, what, what is going to be those new, those new milestones that we're going to shoot for this year? It's always a very healthy process to go through that. I, I learned about goal setting, way early in my career I, I know I've told you guys a Franklin planner I've used a paper planner forever 1989 I got my first planner and, and the, one of those modules in there was setting goals and I had never set I never thought about goals or things like that when I was in college so it was it was very helpful for me it's interesting to go back to see in some of the sheets that I've kept in archives and just found how hit, did I hit the marks that I set for myself when I was when I was 26 or when I was 32 or or where I'm at it's a fun it's a fun process so From that aspect, we all need to take that time to just push ourselves away from from the slump cones in the air meters, push ourselves away from the CAD station, and actually just take some time to think about what it is that that we're doing. And I say fun because it should be fun. It should be a fun process. It's the one time a year, two times a year where you get to fantasize a little bit. What is what am I going to be doing in a year? What would I like to be doing in five years if I could chart a course for myself if there were no boundaries and I could just cut my path where I'd like to cut the path. Here's what I would like to do. That is a it's a great process. It's good to write it down because you get to look back on all that stuff. But at the same time, it kind of is that kind of daunting because are you at a company that has the ability to allow you to swing a little bit left or veer a little bit right to do something different or are you starting to feel now you know i'm in the construction group i've been here for seven years and i'm starting to lock into a pretty good rhythm here i'm maybe losing the opportunity to not be able to try and work for our environmental group or they're really dependent on me in this division right here we're doing really good things but really want to get some design experience, and I'm finding it difficult to be able to extract myself. How do I ask my boss, hey, you know, I I really like what I'm doing, and I love our group, but, man, you know, water resources just sounds like a lot of fun. I enjoyed it in college. How can I? Is there an opportunity for me to do that? This is that time of year to be able to chart that stuff and, and have those kind of conversations with those in your company. You want to be fulfilled, and I think step one, I shouldn't say step one, but you know, one of the biggest points that bringing out is just a, a career is supposed to be fulfilling. Waking up and going to work and having fun at what you do is so vital and so important. You want to enjoy your work. So the more that you can do in this annualized process with your supervisor and people at the company, this is the time to do it. It's the time to have those conversations. It's the time to think out loud and, and look down the road. And, of course, we're, we're all at different in different points of our careers, right? I, I mean, the demographics, the listenership, I know that most of the people that are listening to this show, you're in your 20s, you're in your 30s, in your 40s, you're you're still on the on-ramp. You're still working your way up the roller coaster, and you have so much potential, so many different avenues that you can still go in, in your career. The spin that I've got now, I, I want... I want you to think a little different, and I, w- I want you to think. And, and this just comes from perspective. It comes from perspective from a person who's been doing this for a while, that that's used to chart and set goals in that same kind of manner. You know, hey, I'm I've been working on the field here for the last four years. I'm getting close to getting my PE. Maybe I'll be an assistant resident engineer. So if my goal this year is to to be an assistant resident. Or, or let's say, for example, you have been—you're in your mid-thirties. You've run a few jobs before. Your company is starting to position yourselves to to have a major expressway job. Are you Are you thinking you want to make the leap, or can make the leap from running a five million dollar job to a, a forty million dollar job? We often think, and I think these goal sheets and these goal activities can sometimes. Get ourselves into that where we're thinking about the position, we're thinking about the next ladder rung, we're thinking about where we need to fit within the hierarchy of our company. And maybe, maybe that's good. I, I want to give you a little different spin. There's a little different take that I've got, and it comes from a kind of an interesting place. All right, so many, as many of you know, if I haven't already mentioned in the past. In 2016, I started training in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. All right, Bob, how are you going to put Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and, and my self evaluation together? You got to hear me out on this. So, most of you probably already know. If you don't know, what is Jiu Jitsu? Uh, Jiu Jitsu is, is two human beings clashing on a mat. It's a combination of wrestling, judo, which is throwing your opponent to the ground, and submission grappling. What do I mean by a submission? That's uh, basically. You and your opponent are both trying to make the other person give up, to say uncle, to what we call tap. You can get that person to say, I can choke you to the point where you're almost unconscious and you tap and I let go. I can get your arm to the point where you can I can break it if I go a little bit further and you tap and we let go. And what happens after that? You bump fists and then you go at it again. And its it's just a, a fantastic, beautiful, all-encompassing sport. I can't... It's hard for me to recommend it enough. It's, it's hard to get people to try it, but once you do, it's just such an amazing thing. And, and the similarities and the lessons that you can learn from learning a skill, learning a sport like that, and the carryover that, carryover that they have in the rest of your life, it, it's, a, it's amazing. The analogy that I have of what it takes to be a martial artist, I mean, we all know, we've all heard of a black belt, right? We all know that a black belt... That's the highest mark that you can get. It's what people aspire to get. It it essentially sets you apart. You have reached the the peak. You've reached the crest. But it takes a lot of effort to get there. You know, jujitsu specific. There's a belt system, and you've heard about colored belts. You start as a white belt. We've all heard about being a white belt. You're the beginner. You're learning, and as the as you get further into it, you get to move to a blue belt, and then a purple belt, and then you get a brown belt. And in the middle of that are, are stripes. So this promotion system, it's, it's kind of similar to just being a kindergartner and graduating high school. That each of these levels and notches that you achieve, you're learning. You're getting better. You're gaining knowledge and experience, and you're getting smarter and, and, and better at whatever you're doing. And this system is the same thing in the sport. But what really grabs me, and the reason I want to present it to you this way, is we just had one of our athletes, Al. Uh, He was promoted by our instructors, teachers. We call them professors in jiu-jitsu. He was promoted to a black belt. Al is the kind of guy that is like an ambassador for the sport. He's dedicated much of his life to it. He's moved up through the ranks extremely quickly, but he is so well-deserved of that, that honor. One of the things that grabbed me at his belt presentation ceremony, which happened a few weeks ago, was that the professors gave him his belt. Al was completely humbled and flabbergasted by it. But what our instructors had said was, this is just the beginning. You've received your black belt, and it's just the beginning. And I took that away by thinking where I'm at with a blue belt on my waist, knowing that I've been doing this for five years, and how long it will take to potentially get to the black belt level. Would I get there? I'm going to keep trying. Will I ever get there? It really doesn't matter. And it doesn't matter because in the trajectory of where I'm going, I'm learning something every day. I'm gaining a new skill every time that I go into the dojo and train. When I'm away from it and maybe watch a video or read a book, try to pick up a skill while I'm outside of the classroom, while I'm thinking about it in the truck and just getting ready to go to training or practicing here on my on the mats at home. All of those things that are occurring within my trajectory in jiu-jitsu, the belt doesn't really matter. The stripes on my belt really don't matter. What matters is that learning process. The takeaway coming back into our work careers, at some points we have to stop. We have to stop and catch ourselves and realize It's not about the next position that I gain. It's not about necessarily the pay raise or did I meet the next increment? Did I get a year-end bonus? Did I accomplish these three positional uh, marks that I put on my goal sheet? Did I get better last year? Did I learn something last year? Did I gain skills in this past year? What do I want to accomplish looking at this next year? I have to take my hat away and stop thinking about I have to get to this next ladder rung. It is completely fine to be satisfied with just enjoying the process, with learning to become a better engineer, with becoming a a better communicator. Maybe my written word needs some work this year. That I can work on. Those are the types of tactical things that I can do. I can't keep worrying about the next belt. I can't worry when am I going to become a purple belt or a brown belt. It might take next year. It could take five years. It could take 20 years, but I'm enjoying the process every time. We need to think of our careers in that same sort of light. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the learning experience. Gain something every day. When you get there, your teachers, your professors, if we are in a dojo, they'll notice. You will be granted that next notch. You will be given that next belt. And the same thing happens at work. We are being noticed. Our supervisors, the people we work for, the people around us, they're noticing what you are doing. They're noticing that you're getting better, your skill sets improving, that you're dedicating extra time to your trade, to your craft, which is what this is. As you ride and enjoy that process, things will fall into place it it they they will it will take shape in the time that it does at the right moment that it does and it all happens for a reason so here's the wrap up enjoy the process enjoy and appreciate what you get to do every day by getting up putting your work boots on jumping out of the truck and engaging in a construction project we are so fortunate and lucky to be part of the industry that we are you know i said we had my conversation with uh, rachel earlier today and we talked about how it's easy for the typical citizen to forget to take for granted to not really appreciate all the things that our industry provides to them you don't have to think about turning the water on in the morning or when you flush the toilet that it's going to go somewhere that you have a a smooth pavement to drive your car on that you don't have to take a boat to cross a river because Our industry has put a bridge there for them to use. People take that for granted. We shouldn't. We should remind ourselves every day that functionally, professionally, this is what we do. We provide people to make their lives easier. So as you look at that goal sheet this year, think of it a little differently. Where am I heading in the big picture? The black belt is a long way away. I need to enjoy the process and the journey. And just know eventually, eventually... You will get there. Eventually, you will be granted your black belt. And at that point when you get there, everything is just starting. All right, so that is a wrap for show number 22. We will be frequenting the podcast airwaves more often. I promise, I promise if I make a commitment, I got to stick to it. So we're going to do that. Um, the shameless plugs at the end of the show, if you've made it this far, I always have to mention Hildebransky.com, the website, named after me. No, I'm not a narcissist. It's just the URL, and it's my last name. But I think it's a pretty cool resource if you are looking for tools. The search bar on the homepage is probably the best place to start if there is a search term that you're looking for to try to find something from. Hopefully what you think is a vetted resource in this voice behind the microphone and what I've written before. It's a great place to find some stuff. There's all sorts of things that I've buried in there over the years, that can help construction engineers, especially if you are new in the industry and looking for some new tools that you can't find anywhere else. It's a nice place to start. So check it out. And of course, the podcast, we're going to keep kicking it here. Here is my ask, and I usually don't ask anything, but I'll just ask a favor. If you enjoy the show, share it with a coworker, share it with somebody that would be interested in listening to this kind of content I said before, I just don't like self-promoting. I don't like putting things out on social media that say, Hey, look at this great show. Come on over and listen to me. It's so much more rewarding. And I think so much more beneficial when you guys share it out. It, it, brings your reputation and just I get to ride along on your coattails for a little bit in your network. So if you're on a social platform that you like to use and you're engaged with people that are in this industry, if you hear a show or subject matter or find a web link that you like, just share it. Share it with somebody. That's how this thing has been growing. It's growing organically. And it's the it's the way that it's the way it's gonna happen. Search engines and and my my friends and listeners out there keep sharing it. It's the best uh, best compliment I can get is when when I hear that you've someone's found something on a recommendation from somebody else. So I appreciate anything that you can do to help grow this platform. So with that, I promise we will see you soon. Take care.